Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodhart O. Equeme. We will be reading two text, Psalm 85, verses 4 to 7, and Jeremiah 33, verse number 3. All right, 1, 2, 3, go. Turn us, O God of our salvation, and cause thine anger toward us to cease. Now, let's go back again. Turn us, O God of our salvation, and cause thine anger toward us to cease. Will thou be angry with us forever? Will thou draw out thine anger to all generations? Will thou not revive us again, that thy people may rejoice in thee? Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. The psalmist raised a cry, Will thou not revive us again? Can you declare with me, revive us again? Revive us again. Wow, revival is here again. Jeremiah 33, 3, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. For an assignment, the cry for revival be. Father, we thank you for the honor to gather again under this open heavens. We are so grateful for the privilege to access your presence. We're grateful. I beseech you, my Father, again to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven. Anoint the lips and the tongues of clay of the seventh son of yours that today I will come to these your precious sheep in this room, online, and in the time to come when this will be heard by people. With your word thus said the law, move every man, boy, girl, under the sound of my voice from where we are to the place called destiny. We vow us always to give you alone the praise and the glory. Help me to go beyond my study and contemplation and to speak your counsel. Thank you, our Father. To you be the praise and the glory. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Reach out to your neighbor in the cry of revival. Hallelujah. Please be seated comfortably. I began my homily in the first service by trying to paint a picture of where I believe you and I are presently in our work, in our surgeon, in our journey with God as we pursue revival. I said it is very clear in my mind that the sound of revival has begun to be more distinct and more clear over our lives. The lives of many have begun to change in very quick, amazing ways and manner. Uh, the desires and the hunger, the thirst of people have begun to be rightly prioritized. And people are beginning to hunger and thirst and desire more of God or God than the things of God. It is evident uh, that prayers become uh, more delightsome, 
No longer a chore, irksome, difficult, burdensome for some as it used to be when you think of prayers. Oh my God. But now you're beginning to enjoy the sweetness and the presence of God that comes on account of you simply communing with him from time to time. We see amongst many lives, like the testifier today, uh, multiple testimonies. People are breaking out, breaking through, breaking out in the place of testimonies on account of the mighty deeds of God in our midst. We see also that people are beginning to live their lives not just with the mindset of living the 80, 90, 100 years time span here, but renewed sense of living for eternity and living from eternity. Living for eternity and living from eternity. You see, as a child of God, you're not no longer just an earthly being. The Bible declares that you and I are heavenly citizens. Uh, we are citizens of heaven as well as citizens here. But for us to really gain victory here on the earth in our earthly life, we must live with a sense of being a people from the higher world. Jesus said that though you are in the world, you are not of the world system. Our, our, our source of existence is from above. Because we know as believers we are born by the incorruptible seed of God's word. Our source is the word and our source is from above. John the Baptist began to declare that he that is from above is above all. So for you to enjoy dominion here on the earth, enjoy victory here on the earth, you must have an upward or heavenly mentality. That your source of real existence is not within this ambit of the times and the space you live in, but you are a spirit entity from above. So therefore with that sense of superiority mentality, you reign over the forces that are found here on the earth. It's a joy to know that, that God has begun to visit us in very marked and very clear ways. Having said that, I must interject and also mention that I'm not sure that this would be the testimony of everybody 100%. It may be the testimony of some, hopefully of most, but I'm not sure of every people. I believe still, whilst people have been revived and are changing, it may well be that there's some people who unwittingly, unknowingly, unknowingly have begun to be gradually left behind this race. The whistle was blown as we crossed over 31st of December 2021 into the 1st of January 2022. And the Lord began to declare in very, very clear ways, it's our season to be revived to revive. Right there on the screen, our season to be revived to revive. But you see, revival is not something that just happens because you wish it to happen. No, revival is something that will happen to people who are committed to engaging certain forces, certain principles that cause revival to occur. <clears throat> There's some here while others are engaged in a moment of praying, fasting, waiting upon the Lord. And they engage in, you know, three square meals and they tell themselves, nobody knows I'm eating three square meals. They can fast and pray. I can do what I want to do. Nobody cares. It's just my life. Well, it's not quite your life as much as you think. <laughs> because what you sow, you're going to reap in a matter of time. Somebody once said, if you play when others are praying, when it's time for them to play, you'll be crying. Say, that's not my portion. Praise God. 
So, beloved, I, I want to challenge you as people are busy giving, busy sowing. Don't pull back. Don't hoard. Don't be stingy. Don't be miserly. Uh, don't be uh, uh, that critic that stands by and say, oh, they have come again. They have come again. They have come again. No, sir. No, ma'am. You see, until you come to a place where you can believe the God you don't see, you're not really going to really enjoy walking with that God because God is invisible. God dwells in the invisible realm. Bible declares that God is a spirit. Hello, somebody. And, and they that will worship God must of necessity be prepared to worship God in the spirit and in truth. So there are those times you will not be able to trace God or feel God, but you've got to trust God. Bible declares in Proverbs 3 verse 5, trust the Lord with all of your heart. Not some of it, not most of it, but all of it. Trust the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own little understanding, your two by two mentality, your four by four mentality. Listen, the things of God are not always calculated. The things of God are not always programmed. The things of God are not always worked out in natural way. No, sir. The God we serve knows how to fast track you from your back to your front to take you from zero to hero, from the bottom to the top. He knows what to do to change your story. So if you're going to go gradually, 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 perhaps you're in the slow lane. But there are those who understand that God desires to do a quick walk in their lives this year and they're committed to doing their part to see that God will do his own part also. He declares that a quick walk will he do and he will cut that quick walk shut in righteousness. Let me speak to you if you believe it. May God do a quick walk in your life in this year, 2022. May the Lord satisfy you early. May the Lord visit you early. What people are waiting till September for God to do, may you encounter that in the month of February. I speak to you, may the God of divine suddenly visit you. As the Lord spoke to that prophet, I'm going to do something right here. You dig the ditch. You will not see wind. You will not see rain. But I'm going to perform a wonder. The ditch you dug is going to be filled with water. Listen, I don't know how God will do it, but I just believe God. What his mouth spoke, his awesome hands are going to perform. Oh, Mary said, how shall these things be? Oh, God said, don't you worry. Listen, my spirit shall hover over you. My power shall come upon you and a holy thing shall be formed in your womb. I won't need the help of Jojo, your husband. No, I'm going to do something the world hasn't seen. He said, oh, a virgin carried a child. May God do something in your life in this year of revive to revive that people around you haven't seen before. May he make you a spectacle of his goodness. May he make you indeed a sign and a wonder. May God satisfy you early. Shout yes, 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 I believe. Something is being stirred here. May your documents rise from the bottom of the stack. 
of papers right to the top your application papers for the job for the contract for the business for the house may it rise as the axe head rose up supernaturally miraculously mysteriously wondrously from the bottom of the top bottom of the stack rose to the top may that be your testimony in the name of the Lord Jesus hallelujah may he satisfy you but you must engage in the things he expects us to engage in our God is a God of principles he's called the Prince of Peace Psalm 138 verse 2 he has brought himself by choice under his word as it were he will not do anything to break his word he bound himself by his word so if we're going to walk with him we're going to prosper we must come into agreement into tandem with his word Amos 3 3 how can two walk together except they agree so we must agree with the word that there are certain things he places on us by way of responsibilities somebody once said the word responsibility humorously of course is a compendium of two words respond and ability is your ability to respond sometimes some people think that the God we serve is a God who is irresponsible a God who does what you want him to do like a magic wand a God who you know literally is unpredictable it's gonna be hot cold today no 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 God is your father there are certain things you will do he will, he will respond to you hey. yeah he said you draw near I will draw near and you refuse to draw near he said, the word is clear James 4 8 you draw near to me I will respond to you by drawing near we're in a companion text where to call upon him Jeremiah 33 verse 3 and he said he will not just answer but he will also show us great and the mighty things we don't know of he says in Jeremiah 29 13 that if only you seek me not partially but if you seek me with all of your heart then you can be sure you will find me praise God he said if you are hungry for me and you thirst for righteousness Matthew 5 6 you will be filled and satisfied so so God is not a calocal God you don't know what he will do no he showed you what he would do if you do what you should do I don't know how the year will be no no based on your engaging in certain responsibilities you can tell certain things will happen to you he's a just God Bible declares he's not to be mocked huh? that means people think he can be mocked what did he say whatsoever a man soweth that shall he reap Galatians 6 verse 7 God is not to be mocked whatsoever a man says, if you sow to your spirit you will of your spirit reap life if you do so to your flesh you'll of your flesh reap death and here people are wondering why am i getting the result i'm getting god is not a respecter of persons 
He has no favorites. He has no grandchildren. No, sir. Everybody is his child. Every born again child has equal access to him. But the question is, what are you doing with the access? Same Bible, same church, same pastor, same leadership, same choir, same location. But yet, the result of some is different from the others. It must be that some are doing something, maybe others are yet to begin to do. Prosperity doesn't respond to prayer. Oh, oh no, no sir, no sir. You don't pray in prosperity, you give into prosperity. There are covenant principles that engage prosperity. Hello somebody. So if you pray all you want to pray and refuse to engage the principles, you will not see it. Genesis 8.22 As long as the earth abide, seed time. Summer and winter, cold and heat, they abide. They abide. Seed time harvest. Summer and winter, cold and heat, they abide. So in order to get any harvest, there must be seed. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. And your first seed is not money. Your first seed is your heart. Willingness to give. Did you hear me? People have been banging there, boom, boom, boom. Oh God, it's not that hard. Principles. Principles. Hmm. Beloved, it is clear that God has graciously begun to change the sound of the rust. I said in the first service that when the sound of the drummer changes, it's only wise for the dancer to change the, the, the steps. To come into symphony and harmony with the new sound. There's a new sound of the rust. You can smell it. You can smell it like the dew that we're graciously touching something in God. In the place of prayer. In the place of consecration. In the place of waiting. In the place of fast. You can tell it. Something in the air. Except you're not spiritually sensitive. It's a change in the atmosphere. And I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you. Do all not to be left behind. It's the desire of our Heavenly Father that every one of us will be in this flow of revival. That our lives will be so changed and transformed in very marked ways that people around us will know we've touched something in God. They know. They know. They know. How would that your life will be so transformed when you walk into your office on a certain day, your boss will say, where are you coming from? What happened to you? You change. I say, really? You smile. You know what he said. A particular man of God, one of my mentors, said he walked into the aeroplane on his way to a particular journey and, uh, and as he walked into the plane, they asked him, who are you? I said, why? That's who I am. I know who I am. You know, they said, as she walked in, something moved and changed in the atmosphere. You know, these are dimensions that I believe, and beyond that, that God is raising the end time saints to walk in. Where you walk into a place, to declare you came with angels, they came with you. They know it. You know something moved. The atmosphere changed. It became dense. Revival is real. I believe that by the mercy of God, he is looking for men and women to wear in this generation. 
to wear them. To wear them. Men who met God. Men who are walking with God. You're, you're chasing cars and house. I'm chasing something different. This is real glory. House bows to this. It is this encounter that makes the son respond to God's word in your mouth. How can a human being like you and me, a man of like passion, Elijah, he prayed. By his prayer, the heavens were locked for three and a half years. It was not open again until the same Elijah said, in the name, I paraphrase, in the name of the Lord God, open one man Elijah. This man knew what to do to cause fire to fall. <laughs> he wasn't wishing fire may come. No, no. He knew. Huh? Repair the broken altar. Uh, number two step. Gather 12 stones. Number three step. Bring wood. Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. Number four step. There can't be fire without sacrifice. Ngwano, sacrifice. To show them is God. Pour water. Make it hard. Can fire and water mix? No. Show them is God. Let the God that answers by fire be the real God. I believe by the grace of God, there are people in our day and age who are to walk with God in this regard. Where in the economy you say, ah, if I be a man of God, the economy is changing education. Oil and gas is changing. Why? You are in touch and in tune with God. It's not overnight. You go from grace to grace. Is this, this kind of exercise we're engaged now? 40 days. Some have never done it before. It won't kill you. It may kill your flesh, which is good. Spirit is coming alive. But some will not. Three square meals. Like Tata, that can't do without food. Something must enter here. One of man's great enemies is mouth and belly. If you cure the mouth and the belly, you've done quite well. The belly. It's not, it's not an exercise to punish you, no. That hunger of food is to remind you of another kind of hunger. Replace the hunger for the hunger for God. The hunger punks. Ah, Baba God, I want more of you. To make the season worthwhile. And maximize the season of waiting and watching. Hmm. Father, help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Remember, as we position ourselves to do what He's called us to do, He will respond with revival. Amen. Yes, amen, 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 amen. We're in it. You can tell it. You can tell it. He may refuse to see it, but when it may we not be in it in the regard that the atmosphere will change and we don't know and we are still living as once lived, not knowing we've come to the days of Ananias and Sapphira. God forbid, and me and you forbid us. I don't I don't think you heard me. You see, you may think that it's business as usual. You don't know that the atmosphere has so changed that the certain things you used to do and get away with is not so easy anymore. You wonder, but I, I got away with this stuff, nothing happened. I mean, nothing. But now, just small, your conscience, boom, 
Boom. Boom. Why? To he or she who much is given, much is expected. Beloved, by the grace of God, he's gradually custodying into our hands some weight of matter. We must carry it with some sense of spiritual maturity and not trivialize it. Renewed sense of discipline and diligence. What was permitted three, four months ago, I'm not sure it's quite permitted in the spirit. There's a chain of guards. Heaven is in a hurry to prepare our people to carry this glory, to spread it to the nations. Catch the fire, spread the fire. Catch the fire, spread the fire. That's a mantra here. Catch it, spread it. It's not to be contained in the house. True revival may begin from the church. It doesn't end until it goes outside the church. The salt, as long as in a salt shaker, doesn't change the taste of your food. You must shake it. Then your food is turned taste-wise. We're the salt of the earth. But here we are struggling to just be ministers on the pulpit. I want to preach. I want to sing. I want. How many can be here? The place of real ministry for the church is in the world. So you go to the world, not to the church. And preach, proclaim, make disciples of all nations. But church is to prepare us to minister as we go out in the world. In marketplace. So we're not one who tells you everybody who really loves God and wants to sacrifice must be a pastor. That's error. You must carry the Bible. You must preach. No. The real ministry is being a preacher doctor. Being a preacher lawyer. If you know what I mean. That means in that area of your calling, you, are, you know you're a minister of the gospel. You dispense integrity, character, the culture we stand for in the world. Hallelujah. I, I think sometimes people hide in church. Uh, people hide under religion. Because, because you see, to, to be honest with you, a preacher who has not been exposed to a measure, uh, a measure of normal secular life, may be limited to be a, an effective preacher. Can I give you a Bible? Oh, you ask, I'll tell you. The people Jesus called were not lazy. Lawyer, accountant, doctor. There were people who were actively engaged in their path of purpose and destiny. So what happened? He called them unto himself. And that same diligence he saw in them as it were, was made available for the ministry. So the ministry is not for dropouts, quote-unquote. It's not for those who didn't make it. If you didn't make it, doesn't mean you're not called in the ministry, but I'm saying you're not in ministry because you didn't make it. Am I, am I making sense? I'm saying? It doesn't exclude you from being in ministry, but it's not your last part of call. Ah, what? Not in the work ah, This school. Ah, I bet. Can I be a pastor? I have one of my siblings. He wants to come and join me in ministry. He, he couldn't get through school. He wants to be in ministry. I said, you'll be, you'll be stealing money if you come here. I can see tenants already. He's already he's around you. Just bring a ministry so you can be stealing money and survive it. No. That's what he'll do. And it's, yeah, it's my relative. He'll do it. He was faithfully small, would be faithfully much. Ah, I thank God for my blessed father of blessed memory. He bullied me to go through accountancy. You must do chatter. You must, you must chatter. I said, oh God, I'm a pastor from Beth. Leave me alone. He said, calm down. 
get through this, you passed up. Do you know what? I went through the rigor to be a professional accountant and I, I became thankful to that man that I went through it. You know, the process refined me for what I'm doing now. But I felt, ah, from university, I've got my call. Leave me alone. Preach. Wow, preach. Ah, yeah, my God. They have big preachers. Well, you don't have a boss who says, sit down, you sit down. <laughs> Why am I going here? Don't enter this in like that too. Presumptuously. I think somebody's been help here now. So he, 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 the guy, you, look, you look good. See your suit and your tie. I want to be like you. You're wonderful. When I give you how we came here, you, wish, you still want to be there. Will you drink up the cup I drank and I'm still drinking? Praise God. Praise God. The Bible declares in Psalm 115.16 The heaven even the heavens are the Lord's but the earth hath he given to the children of men. Oh yes. He graciously, lovingly, and mercifully gave us the earth. You know what it means for God to give you the earth? That's, that's heavy. That means I'm giving you this place to run. Wow. So, in the teaching of Jesus, I've had to pray. He said, pray thus, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, God is sovereign. He can choose to do his will here and everywhere. But it's a wonder that he asks you and I to pray the prayer. Ah, it's amazing. That means prayer gives God legal access. That's, that's a serious. That's a serious. Mind-boggling. He gives God legal. He's sovereign. No, he can do it. But he said, look, I won't come until you invite me. He gives God legal access to come into your life, into your home, into your family, into your city, into your nation. Whilst prayer is not the cure all for all of the nation's problem, I can tell you on a good note, that we are where we are today largely because of a praying country like this yes things may not be wonderful today corruption killings maiming and all kinds of stuff but i i wonder where we may have been today if we're without praying that's the point i'm making in some countries of the world, people are dropping dead like, what have you? COVID came and snuffed out people in millions. It's still a miracle and a wonder that Nigeria with our very ill, poor health care, health system, the number of deaths and casualties are minimum. And you think it's because you're powerful? You think it's the food you're eating or the sun? I think it's the mercy of the Lord of our lives. Mercy of the Lord of our lives. Somebody somewhere is crying. Why? If the thing is them, they'll die. They don't have the money. They can't get medical health care. Not available, they can afford it. So in the mercy of God, somehow, a shield and a buffer. Go to villages, go to cities. People are living normal. Crowd mingling like like they're in boss. My God, define everything about COVID. That is gonna work. I say prayer doesn't work. 
Do you know the number of people who are praying right or wrong right now? Rabba, 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 they are praying somehow. Falsely or rightly. Something is going up somehow. Others may be going down, but something gets up somehow. I mean, I saw one clip on social media. One big bully woman like this, she was fighting the devil. Karate. I said, Abba. Who has, who has, who has, who, who has bewitched you? We don't fight against flesh and blood. Against principalities, powers. Eh? But that woman believes she's killing devil now. Wah, wah, come fool with the devil. You're deceived. You're only sweating. Sleep at night, he will tighten the neck mm, tighter. The point is, Nigerians, whether rightly or wrongly, we're praying people. Thank God for the right ones. We believe against all odds. Nigerians are resilient. Have you heard before, ego better? The guy is almost dying. <laughs> Bro, ego better. He's, he's, he's on the sick bed, ego better. The government is banging him. Say, go better, go better. That's hope. And hope is powerful for survival. He said that a hopeless person is a helpless person. May you keep hope alive. Against all odds, know you're bouncing back. Against all odds, know by the mercy, by the grace of God on your side, you are rising to a better place. Shout a big amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. I said in the first service that revival is birthed and sustained in the place of prayer. That prayer is one of those spiritual engagements he requires from us to cause revival to come. Second Chronicles 7.14 seems to be a very key scripture for restoration, revival and showing us God's demand for us our responsibility and his commitment to bless us in turn let's look at that please 2nd Chronicles 7 14 1 to 3 go if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their life. Three things by way of our responsibility. Number one, humble ourselves. Humility must, should precede prayer. Humble yourself, then you pray, then you seek his face, not his hands. All right. And then you turn from your wicked ways. Then he said, I will in turn hear you, forgive you, and then heal your land. Four plus three. We take care of the four. He responds with the three. Of hearing, forgiving, and healing our land. Saints, it is only self-deceit to think that you can do the same thing repetitively over and over. And assume and presume you will suddenly get a different result. If we're living our lives this year as we did last year, we'll just get last year's result. 
I'm just trying to encourage us. That this revival thing is, 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 is a measure of work and commitment, dedication, devotion. Those who, those who carry revival in their generation, they didn't just wake up, I'm revived, revived. No, they engaged. They engaged in prayer. They engaged in conscription. They engaged in repentance. They engaged in certain things. And if you're called by God by way of your destiny to carry revival, we must be sincere to challenge ourselves on the responsibility. You can't run from corporate prayer meetings. That's a place for power. You can't shy away from praying online. No, that's a place for power. In those moments, one hour here, one hour there, line upon line, priest upon priest, somebody is building up. Once you're running away, somebody, you know, it's like walking the gym, the dumbbells. The more you practice, the more your muscles become developed. If you carry 10 kg now, three months time, you'll be able to carry 20 kg. Why? By the reason of exercise. There are certain spiritual things God wants us to exercise ourselves in. Part of which is prayer. The cry for revival. Oh God, will you not revive us? It's a cry. And it responds to sincere cries. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah. Two sides of revival. Number one, the God side. And the man side, the God side is a sovereignty. He will do his part. He's never failed. It's a constant in the equation. The man side is a variable. If we can engage, he will release. Yeah. And the man side I've shown you is to commit to certain principles, part of which really is prayer. Prayer amongst many things. But that's our emphasis today. The cry for revival. I believe the time will come where in night vigils, we're locked up in a room where we're just here, just giving him thanks and worshiping him and just crying out to him. And we see him begin to do things in our country that are clearly as a response to our cries. So let the priest weep between the pot and the altar. What they say? Spare the people. With those cries, God in his mercy will rest upon the nation of Nigeria. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Jehoshaphat, in the midst of War against three nations. Said to God, God, we have no might against this company. That sounds like us. We have no might against this thing around us. I'm telling you. This thing in their mind is a done deal. Package. Science is delivered. Wrapped you up. You're still crying about 2020, 2024 20, 20, 20, or 2025. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, what, next year? Things are done. But guess what? The battle is not our battle. The battle is the Lord's. They raised a fast. Jehoshaphat and his, and his men. They fasted and cried. And God spoke in the midst of the fast. Such a battle. Gather for me praises. Let them sing to me in my honor. Sing of my majesty. And I will arise and deal a blow against these three nations. For the Lord is good and his mercies endureth for And what does that have to do with war? Because God's weaponry many times are not rational. They're not, they're not logical. <laughs> How will God ask you to give something as a seed and you don't know that that simple obedience is a trigger for a harvest to come to you? Oh boy, oh boy. 
When Abraham went to Mount Moriah to offer up Isaac, as he took Isaac all the way to Mount Moriah, when he got to Mount Moriah and tied Isaac there, about to kill him, God said, stop! I've received your sacrifice. Look around. He turned. He saw a ram tied to a thicket, just waiting for him to take. So he took the ram and exchanged for the lamb. You get that next year, maybe. He took the ram and exchanged, rather, for the lad. Okay? Ram for the lad. Right there on Mount Moriah was an expression that the day will come that Jesus will take the place of sinful men on the cross and we will be released to go free like Isaac went free hello somebody so my son for your son but you see the beauty is this what I believe is this as Abraham climbed one side of the mountain one step towards his destination of the altar the ram on the other side climbed up as I go he comes as I go he comes when I got to the mountain the ram was on the mountain tied so that means if Abraham did not make the faith to go to the mountain his harvest will not appear oh my god please help me Lord help me Lord listen listen who you'll be surprised and amazed how much your seed unlocks in the realm of the spirit my goodness gracious i wish i had time L listen this is not a get rich quick scheme but i'm telling you givers don't lack it's true givers hands are on top it is true sir and there are believers who are stingy Tan-fisted. They have this entitlement mentality. They think everybody in the world owes them something. Unfortunately, with that kind of mindset, five years, ten years, fifteen years, you're still in the beggarly side of life. But you see, <laughs> there comes a point in time you've got to talk to yourself. I'm done with being on the beggarly side. What do I have in my house that I can place in the hand of Jesus on the altar? The widow who approached the prophet disvalued or devalued what she had. Small oil. But the prophet said, God is, I'm paraphrasing now, it's my own explanation, that God is not a magician. A magician will try to do something out of nothing. God can do it. But by way of principles, God wants to know what you have. Hey, are you hearing me? He said, what do you have? You know why? God knows in his mercy, in his kindness, he will never, never, honest God, never allow the devil to take everything from you. I hope you're being blessed you may think you have nothing money is not everything 
You can polish the chairs. You can wash the toilets, washroom. You can drive the bus and drive saints home. There's some, you can evangelize on Saturday. There's something you have to give. You have praise. You have worship. You have thanksgiving. You have a clap. You have a jump. You have a dance. God will never allow the devil to take everything. He said, you strengthen the things that remain. Something you got. But you fail to value it and you fail to give it to God. So just, listen, listen. Let me tell you God, God desires to empower this church economically, but it must start with a liberal soul, a liberal heart. It's the liberal that shall be made fat. You can't be like this and prosper in that regard. No. You want to be a treasurer for God here? No, no, you must be liberal. That's a word for somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. What is revival? It means to nourish back to life. Speaks of energy, passion, life, and the inflow, influx of life into a place that is threatened to be dead. Listen to this, I will pray. Thank you, Jesus. Second Timothy 1 verse 4, amplified. That is why I remind you to fan into flame the gracious gift of God that inner fire that inner fire there's inner fire within you hallelujah 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 may that fire be quick and energized tonight this morning inner fire the special endowment which is in you through the laying out of my hands with those of the elders at your ordination hallelujah hallelujah the cry for revival. Revival is needed firstly in the church and then secondly in the world. There's no church revived that will not affect the environment. Reformation, transformation. If you're revived, you go out on the street witnessing, loving people, they'll see it and it will make them come to where you are revived, the church. Ah. <sighs> As we prepare our heart to engage the Lord's table of covenant, we want to read Exodus 23:25, I believe it is. Thank you, Jesus. Oh boy. We are grateful. Oh Lord. We are grateful. We are grateful. Oh Lord. For all for all you have done, say hallelujah. We are grateful. Somebody grateful for the blood. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Equeme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life. And we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.